Welcome to Film Shapes, the podcast. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> All right. Okay. Welcome, guys. Um, today we're going to talk about Terminator Dark Fate, um, which is the sixth film in the Terminator franchise. Um, it's the first one since Terminator 2 that Cameron, James Cameron has had a hand in. Uh, it's directed by Tim Miller, the guy that did Deadpool. Um, it brings back Linda Hamilton and, of course, Arnie. Now, guys, so far it's, um, it's made only about $200 million at the box office worldwide. It's disappointing. Um, so what do you guys think? Yeah, Rolling. I guess a, a mediocre financial return on an incredibly mediocre movie. Ah, um, interesting. Should, should we introduce Ben Oh, well, sorry. As well? Yeah, of course. Yeah, jump right into it. Sorry. Um, Rolly's here and Ben's here. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how silly of me. How silly. A mediocre film. Yeah, I mean, well, mediocre, mm. I think, is maybe uh, being kind. <laughs> oh. a, uh, I was so disengaged by this movie by about, I don't know, two-thirds of the way in. I mean, it did it hold mm. my attention for the first third, and then the middle third, I was like, ugh. And then by the end, I was just really totally disengaged. Like that, the mm. whole, from about the plane sequence on, and particularly the dam, mm. I was just not following or caring about what was going on. Um, Rolly, first. Well, I, I enjoyed the experience of this film mm. in the cinema. I found some of the effects a little bit uh, strange in their cartoon-like quality, mm. like especially when there was um, it was distracting to me when a when a a human figure was flying through the air. It just looked so fake to me. Mm. Yeah, okay. Whereas the rest of the effects and the film, I found I found it surprisingly easy to follow in terms yeah. of the narrative with some of these Terminator films. I mean, I can't remember too many of them to be honest, but mm. um, but yeah, overall. An enjoyable experience. I'm not sure it's a groundbreaking film, but I laughed. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I laughed mainly. <laughs> it's nothing new, is it? I mean, it's it, it's the same old ground as as many of the Terminators. But I had a pretty good time in it. I thought it was quite exciting. That plane sequence was a little bare knuckle. The damn stuff was all right. I thought. Yeah, yeah I felt my yeah my muscles sort of tightening. Yeah. With that, that plane sequence. Um, I if we compare it. To some, I mean, I've just got the list. Like, so Terminator in '84, T2 in '91, both directed by Cameron. Then it then it started to get all shit, didn't it? Really, mm. Rise of the Machines, <clears throat> Salvation, and Genesis, which I hadn't seen until last week. I checked that out after mm-hmm. Dark Fate. Mm. And Genesis is the only one I have not seen. That's a mess. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's a real mess. Um, and compared to this one, this this is quite like you said, simple to follow. There's not much guff in it. Yeah, but um, mm. yeah, I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Did you like the original Terminator? Oh, yeah, I mean, Terminator 1 and I mean particularly Terminator 2. Okay. Like, Terminator 2 is, I think, maybe the greatest action movie of all time. Uh. Um, and I see, I didn't have a problem with this one in terms of the structure of, like, the mm. story. Like, I found it relatively easy to follow. And I sure. think, in fact, it has the bones of a potentially good movie. Like, I think you wouldn't really have to change much about the characters or the flow of events or even, you know, like, the sort of thematic issues that it mm. ties into. Like, that, I think, is all... Good. I just think that on a um, directorial level, uh, mm. it is really sloppily done in terms of action filmmaking. That okay. like the actual action sequences themselves, aside from the plot, were very muddled and very difficult to follow. What was going on? Okay. For example, the the plane one or um, the, the plane one. Well, I probably. I mean, the 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 thing that stood out to me the most in terms of like. M- 
sort of messy, hard to follow stuff was the sequence at the dam with like the characters like Schwarzenegger going underwater and yeah, like, I just okay. wasn't following that was a the bit continuity confusing. of yeah. where right. things were and what the flow of stuff sure. was. As yeah. you would be feeling if you were in a Humvee that had just parachuted <laughs> down, he bumped yeah. into a dam, then fallen into a lake at the bottom, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I think yeah. it's more of a coincidence rather than an aesthetic mm. uh, <laughs> effect that the uh, filmmaker was trying to achieve. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure about I, that. But See, I mean, relative to the Cameron movies, like James Cameron, like I think like he, like Terminator particularly and Terminator 2 as well, which is a sort of extrapolation of what he did with that movie. Mm. But like he kind of took the sort of new Hollywood, uh, like, you know, blockbuster style as defined by Lucas and Spielberg. And I think distilled that down to this kind of really essential aesthetic framework that he then applied to, you know, like, sort of genre filmmaking as with mm-hmm. Terminator. And that film is so austere in some ways. Like it's a very it's like a very bold film in terms of like its visuals and like mm-hmm. use of lighting and that sort of stuff. But like there's no fat on it at all. It's like yeah. a genre film distilled down to its most essential bare bones elements. Well, and it's so but- powerful because of that. And like the way that action scenes play out in those movies is so clear and so defined you can tell so, sorry, what's what going movies on. are you talking about? Oh uh, Terminator one and two. Just the first two. Yeah. Okay. Not the other, not other James Cameron films. Uh, I mean, other, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't speak to Piranha Two because I haven't seen that. Um, and I have very vague memories of the Abyss. Um, but you know, like mm. uh, True Lies is kind of where he starts getting into a bit too overblown in terms of his so what, s- desire for spectacle. I suppose when okay. when you, I'm not a huge fan of Cameron, but when you say he's cut all the fat off, you mean he's not. It just the action parts, or there's no character development or, uh, or emotional weight. No, I mean there is there is that stuff though. It's uh. relatively minimal. I mm. think. I mean, probably the weakest parts of Terminator Two are, you know, some of the dialogue with Edward Furlong, where he's right. like, you know, don't have a cow, man. <laughs> or, right, is, right. Does he say that, or is he like? Probably. Um, but yeah. yeah, all his like little Bart Simpsons. Uh-huh. Uh, when did you last see those films? Have you uh, seen them multiple times? Terminator 2, I think the last time I watched it would have been about three years ago, and Terminator mm. 1 maybe in the last five years. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Not, not for 10, 20 years for me, I'd yeah. say. So, Yeah. But yeah. I, I, the point ultimately I think I'm trying to make there is that Cameron, when he directs action scenes, like there is a visual continuity and a clarity to mm. everything that's occurring that I don't think this film or most modern mainstream action filmmaking has. And, uh, like, I think the film suffers in comparison to that because I just so many action scenes in this movie felt muddled and unclear and just, like, had this overwhelming... Just, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of edits. There's a lot of... Mm. It just felt very muddled. And that is a problem, I think, which is uh, true of a lot of action movies mm. these days. Um, and yeah, it's all like this through the action movies these days. <laughs> these days. Let's go. Well, um, um, that salva- uh, the, the yeah. salvation one was directed by Mick G, and he's responsible mm. for some horrible. He did the he Charlie's t- Angels, the, yeah, uh, the yeah. nice Charlie's Angels movies, and or the early two thousands. Any of those Transformers films? His or Ooh, I don't think so. I, think I was going to bring up Transformers as as uh, what Ben's talking it. about okay. is. I definitely notice it in those films. Yeah, and that's I, right. It really yeah. annoys me. Yes, um, the, the, but I figure too, on one level maybe I'm just getting older and slower, and, don't and think everything's so. moving too fast, and it's too loud, <laughs> you know. But I didn't, I didn't get that same feeling in the cinema for this. No, I didn't. I thought it was reasonably well made as far as an action film goes. I was, I was pretty tense, mm-hmm. and maybe it's, maybe it's the, the uh, 
the, the whole plane into the water thing was quite freaky, I thought. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't, th- there was a nice, um, I suppose you'd call it a gimmick, where the Terminator, we're going to spoil shit, aren't we, on this? I mean, it's okay to... Okay, yeah. spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler, here we go. Where the, the Rev-9, the new mm-hmm. Terminator, can sort of split apart from his shell. That was new, wasn't it? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the skeleton was becomes it new, a. Though? Is it new? I don't well, know. Yeah, it's, just, it's just like the two different Terminators put together. Like it's just yeah. the T one thousand. But the... he's tougher when when they're both together. Yeah. So so when he's got the skeleton inside, you'll mm. notice at the end. I think uh, you know he was getting a lot more fucked up by the mm. sure, sure by the what was she a chain was she or something. the chain yeah, yeah she was chopping him up with the chain yeah whereas once the skeleton was in there I don't think she could right yeah. right pull those moves so much like um, Sarah and Grace and Danny and Carl. When they're together, mm. they're stronger. That's the symbol. Yeah. When we're all together, what did you? What did this film have For the anything of worthwhile? The tape, uh, they're holding their hands together in a praying motion. Did guys. this have anything worthwhile to say politically? Then, with the Mexican border and all the rest of the, and just the fact of having a, a, of mm. a Hispanic heroine, and mm-hmm. yep. you know that's new, isn't it? It is. It is. I think. I don't know. I it it certainly uses these things as a you know plot devices and as I think sort of you know setting the the world that we're in but it doesn't really engage with them in any meaningful way it's like oh yeah okay we're in a detention center and we're seeing how Mexican immigrants are treated by the US government but like is it saying anything about that or is it just like mm, here's some okay. here's, here's something interesting well, like, well, I think well, I just s- by virtue of showing them showing that in a mainstream film though is something no but that's what we think as and that kind of person right imagine a, a redneck watching that he might be thinking yeah that's how we do it yeah fuck them lock them up i don't know maybe that, that's i don't know well it's cages you know it's in cages <laughs> sure. people in cages is yeah but some generally people, not a positive some people like that yeah don't they sure uh, <laughs> no i'm not talking freaky stuff here but yeah um i noticed that she did say at one point where do you keep the prisoners and this woman said oh we call them detainees mm. and then she got a that's quick right. smack yeah, for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was kind of one little I think they are hinting at their left leaning sensibilities a little. If they do have them. I, I, well, I think I think it's know. more than a hint, but uh, where yeah, whether it's actually of any real value. But this might is be more what, the question. Oh, yeah. But maybe this is why it hasn't made much money because there are too many um I don't know, misogynists in in cinemas trying to watch it. Like, a lot of people are saying um Go, oh fuck, I'm going to lose this, this yeah. phrase. Go woke, go broke or something about this film. Yeah, okay. Tell me Look, again I, what this woke is. What, is it, what's what's well, woke? Someone who's, Help me. Well, okay, so if you're woke, it basically just means you're, uh, you know, aware of the uh, injustices perpetrated against minorities throughout the course of modern human history and you believe that those should be redressed in some way. So, thank you. Good, yeah. good summary. <laughs> now, but, so, but it's become also so, more of an insult. <laughs> From the other side mm. to say, okay. to say, you know, not many people would refer to themselves as woke these days. No, which I no. think is, I think you always probably sounded like a wanker if you were saying I'm woke. Yeah. What do you mean always? Because How long has this been around? There's an assumption. Oh, the past couple six of weeks, years, three yeah. years. I, mean, I don't yeah, know. Well, like woke has been five common parlance for yeah, like three, four, five years. Get the fuck out of here! Um, but really? like the notion of someone being. I mean, you, you hear the phrase performatively woke. Well, what? Yeah. No, you don't. What? No, but there's, there's also <laughs> an idea this? with woke that I've got nothing else to learn. I'm already there, mm. and which, which is what annoys people like me. C- couldn't, couldn't we just change it to awake? I mean, what's this woke? It's woke. not even a fucking... You need to get on the internet. Because, because, <laughs> because then you don't get to say unwoke. 
And unwoke. Some of your, it's not even a word. <laughs> some of your comments are a little unwoke today, I've got to say. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Jesus, really? Um, anyway, like, mm. yeah, okay, so the girl power in this film, though, was pretty was pretty cool, I thought. I like that I liked that you've got old school mm. Linda Hamilton, who I thought was, was great. Like, Ooh. it was great seeing an older lady in I, a film like this yeah. pull off what she does. And I like her kind of smashing those old school ideas against the girls, saying, they just want you for your womb. Right. Or it's all about womb. the baby that you're going to have, can sister. I, can I say something a little bit un, unpopular? Unwork? Uh, unwork. <laughs> I don't think she's very good in this. Yeah, I kind uh, of and agree. I don't know if yeah. she's—I don't know if she's ever been any. Well, good. you're entitled to that. I, as I an thought actress. she was good in the action sequences. I thought acting-wise, though, yeah, when she's like delivering like emotional stuff, felt very hammy. She's trying to be yeah over the yeah. two. She's trying to be too tough or something or too uh, yeah. Even in the, I'm trying to think back to number it, two and number one. I'm wondering if she was ever that good anyway. No, yeah, I think it's in but, keeping with the whole. But compared to someone like Sigourney but, Weaver from well, the Alien franchise, who's yeah. very good. In those, I, I don't think know she, if she just... would even try and compare herself to Sigourney. I, uh, I, think... yeah, so t- I guess you're sort of looking at two tough female characters from that era. I mean, I'm seeing this film as a comedy. It's a comedy. It's not not until Schwartz. It's turns an up. action comedy film. Mm. Yeah, and it... just the fact, yeah, for me, it is. I, I, I think understand that it's not going to be for everyone, but mm. yeah, because no, the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, it's I mean all How movies are you? ridiculous <laughs> if you want to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. Um, yeah, yeah. But it, I don't think it has any laughs until Arnold shows up. Oh, and, but and but I'm laughing up. at the holes in the guy's head as he's running across the street, you know, and he's getting shot oh. with a shotgun and things. And okay, and I'm laughing at those kind of <laughs> actions. <laughs> yeah, because it's. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are you supposed to do in those? Um, I would go, imagine that, that was supposed to go. Ooh, oh, like, look at that liquid! I'm going. Oh, look at look! I'm actually laughing at the design a lot. Mm, okay. I'm, la- I'm laughing when the little plastic-looking man. Well, I think those sequences where they've got humans flying through the air, looking like spinning and action, flying and yeah. action figures, and it's just yeah. the the physics of it is so unreal that I think they're doing that on purpose. No, no, yeah. I think that's a byproduct of. Like just everything being CG and like them yeah. not being able to master. No, but even with the CG, they can, they can do it better than that. They can, if but they, they want didn't. To. They can ragdoll some mm. of those creatures to when they hit things, not to just go thump. They can make it look. I mean, yeah, yeah. Even Marvel, even uh, the, that DC movie looked better on some of the on some That's of that. Front. The, which one? The, one the um, uh, Justice League. Mm. Did it? Which uh, there was a bit of that on TV the other night, and Ooh. I thought mm, some of this is yeah. Some of it had a similar look to that. Actually, really, it was a little bit more like a superhero film than a, yeah, mm-hmm. than a realist, a, a gritty kind of realism. That gritty Definitely realism, some... which the first one I thought had, I, I can't really remember the yeah. second one too much. But I've re- rewatched Terminator Two. It yeah, is a yeah. phenomenal movie. That was with the melty guy. That was yeah. when they first brought in that effect, and yeah, everyone went, "Oh Patrick. man!" Like, mm. and I think with that, actually, that's maybe <clears throat> something that this film always did. And probably these films have to do in, in some way to be good at mm. what they're doing is being on that forefront of that technology. Yeah. It's, it's int- it kind of introduced a new effect into the technology right, realm, right. didn't mm. it? That morphing effect that no one had ever seen before mm. on a mainstream thing. I'm not sure this film brings anything like that to it, and I'm not sure any of the other films did either. But Yeah. No. I don't think they spent that much on this film, 
comparatively. I would have thought this was a massive budget, but maybe if I'm not wrong, it's only 50 mil or something. That sounds a bit wrong. Really? It, it seems it? like it, it must be more sounds, than that. Yeah. Maybe I've got the, the numbers wrong, but it's only made 200. So I thought it had just got, or maybe it was 100 or something. So maybe yeah. it's doubled its, its um, box office, but its budget. Still, it looks like it won't get anywhere near a billion, which is pretty much what you're after nowadays, isn't it? Like Joker yeah, is up near a billion. When I make a film, yeah. yeah. When I make a film, I'm looking. <laughs> when I decide to make one in the future, <laughs> a billion or nothing. A billion or nothing. Um, um, yeah, mm. I don't know. What else is to talk about it with it, really? It, it's. Mm. I enjoyed it, but no, I, I, it's I, not a particularly deep film. Maybe, you know, no. and that's why I was curious what you thought, Ben, about the you know, the politics within it, whether that means anything. You know, See, I, anything. I, didn't, I didn't read it as having any particular meaning. It felt to me like window dressing more so than mm. actually anything that was engaged with meaningfully. Like, yeah, you do have a protagonist yeah. in the film who is a Mexican woman. Um, and But, like, I don't know how that factors into the plot other than it starts in Mexico and they have to get over the border. Like, mm, mm. in what way does that character being Mexican, like, have a meaningful resonance with the theme or the plot or the meaning of the movie. Um, yeah, it is the, yeah, it's do, merely do, just the setting of the movie and do some big business in Mexico at the at the Yeah, I mean box I, office, I thought maybe. maybe originally when it was starting Mexico that the idea was going to be that like it was, you know, a Mexican company that was developing technology because you know Mexico has <clears> a pretty <throat> strong like technology industry and yeah. that kind of thing. And maybe they were gonna like make some kind of commentary on like the changing nature of digital supremacy in the modern age or something like nah. that. Um, particularly like he breaks into like a big huge data center in Mexico. That's and right. it seems yeah. like it's gonna go in there, but then it just doesn't yeah, engage with right. that at all. Um Hmm. And yeah, like all of the things, like the like you know, hang out with the, her uncle who's the coyote, and like mm-hmm. crossing the border, and like there's like I think there was like five or six like little you know like little like mm. bits that would be like you know a signifier of something relating to Mexico and the drug war and like uh-huh. the relationship with the United States, but it was just like it was hitting these plot points, but not doing anything with them or yeah. not. You I don't know, know how far you could develop that though in a in a film that's what two hours and and really yeah. really about a, a well, well yeah where like, everyone's there to see Arnie say you know yeah don't do I, it I'm a good at changing I'm efficient <laughs> nappy changer come with me <laughs> yeah. if you don't want to die in thirty seconds they, <laughs> right, right. they avoided the yeah. hasta la vista line too didn't they work well, that isn't from is that from Terminator what's oh. that from I feel like it might actually be from baby. Last Action Hero or something. Something like that. Or, oh, no, well, actually, no, it's Terminator, Terminator 2. It's Terminator 2. Edward Furlong teaches him to say, hasta la vista, baby. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that now. Uh, okay. thought it was Terminator. Um, what about, is this film uh, in some sense a reboot of the storyline? Yeah, yeah. Have we, we've changed. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's basically it's the complete... same, except, except it's not the kid that she's going to have, as in um, Edward John Connor. It's Spoiler. her herself. Oh fuck yeah! More spoilers. John's dead. It's her herself. It's not. It's not the. Yeah, just give us a spoiler what happens in the first two minutes of the not, movie. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not Good the point. boy that you're going to have. It's the woman that you are or that mm. you will be. So I, I guess it's. So there was nothing in the other movies which wiped John Connor off. Like this was this was a completely no, well, new thing. Well, this, yeah. I mean, I believe they categorically stated that, that like uh, films three, four, and five are n- not. Counted in the continuity. Yeah. This is a like hard reset to the continuity yep. of oh. Terminator Two. Oh, okay, that's interesting. All right. Yeah, cool. I mean, and, and fair enough. Uh, I th- the 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 one I just saw, Genesis, is, is 
bizarre. I could spoil that one, I suppose, too, but John Connor actually becomes a a, a machine himself. Right. And it's, yeah. Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't. I don't, Shit, I, don't, I just spoiled I don't, it. I don't care. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Never mind the listener. Never mind the listener. Right the host. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiled uh, away. Um, but it's, yeah, they... They probably were right to do that. Didn't didn't Cameron say after the second one he didn't want to do any more, and therefore the rights sort of uh, went over to somebody else mm. yeah, in that okay. company, and then he finally got them back this year and thought, okay, well, let's let's do another one. Yeah, I mean, they clearly learned a lesson giving up the rights to that movie. I mean, if you look mm. at his current series, Avatar is like, I'm going to make the next seventeen of these. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but who knows what's happening there? Yeah. But he's. I mean, do you think it would have been a touch better if he had directed this instead of Miller? I think it would have been infinitely better. Like he's a mm. much better technical filmmaker with yeah. a better understanding of how to shoot action sequences. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he d- he, they did clash in the edit suite. Yeah. So maybe Cameron wanted it to go one way and Miller the other. I don't know what which way we're looking at, but maybe that's something to do. Yeah. With it. yeah. I don't. Know. I mean, this. I mean, it speaks to an overall problem I, I was kind of alluding to with action movies generally. Like, I feel like. So much of action movies these days is just unclear, like mid-shot, low depth of field, mm. like frenetically cut action where it's like it's creating a sense of momentum, a sense of like something mm. occurring because of this disorientation that you feel. Yeah. And this is true, like particularly like Marvel movies and, you know, just like big budget mainstream action filmmaking. Whereas it's like you look at – I. I refer to it as like the Jackie Chan principle, like the way that Jackie Chan directs action scenes in movies, mm. wide shots, long depth of fields. Yeah. Like things just play out in long takes. You can see stuff happening. And like, I get from a technical point of view with like CG and the way that films are made these days, why that's not really practically mm. possible or yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, But action scenes are so much better when you can just see something play out in like a longer take with like a long depth of field. And oh, I felt yeah. that this was emblematic of the complete opposite of that, which is well, and a the, sense of action created through disorientation. So one end is Jackie Chan or, or even like Kurosawa in, in sure. Yojimbo or Seven yep. Samurai. And the, the other far end is the fucking Transformer films where think, everything's yeah. that close and you can't no, see anything. But I think this is a different happening. language that's a, that has come about because of largely because of video games mm. and the 3D oh, really? environments okay. in video games that – that kids have grown up with now, and they're so they're really much more used mm. to seeing that type of that type of frenetic yeah. action. frenetic I, action. Which even just looking at someone play one of those video games, it's very hard to make mm. out what's actually going on. But yeah. they're inside it; it's quite yeah. different. Well, I'll, two points on that. The first one is that definitely this film did at points remind me of a like later stage Resident Evil game, like particularly Resident Evil Five okay. or Six, when they game really overblown and over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, one interesting thing about video games, which I play way too many video games, (laughs) is that you don't have the discontinuity of editing sort of getting in the way of the way action sequences play out. In a video game, everything is a real time. You're either first person or like over the shoulder. And so everything is like Mm. very, like there's a lot going on, but you are always aware of the perspective you're seeing things. So you've got the speed, but you've got got a lot of cuts. Mm. You haven't got the cuts, brother. So, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. It'd be interesting to get someone from the 1920s Bring them into the cinema and say, yeah. "Have a look at this." What? And I, th- I didn't see anything. Was there something on the screen? They- yeah. Well, that's like you get a pigeon into the cinema. Yeah. And they they see everything in slow motion. Go to go to like a screening oh, of Train really? Arriving at a Station what? by the Hang- Lumiere Brothers yeah. and Hang on. the Sorry, film Ben. Out. Just a second. <laughs> Pigeons see everything in slow motion. Yeah. They they see at um like I don't know three times the frame rate. Right. I've, I've heard this about flies that they... Flies. Well, okay, that, okay yeah. so they're able to see, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, my science may yeah. be wrong on this, but <laughs> I think they, um, if okay. they go to, to watch a, 
I don't know what twenty four frame a second thing mm. in the cinema. They're like, why is it? Why is everything so slow? What's going on? Why is it slow motion? But surely they that would just right? see it at the same pace that they see everything. That's why you. Yeah, like, oh, yes, do, they just, yes. do they just live life? Good point. Is that why you never see a pigeon flat Hit. on the yeah, that's on right. the road? Because they, they. I you saw think... one the other day. It was in the laneway there. It was just flattened by a car. Oh, that, mm. might, that may. But have I think that's to do suicide. with birds not being able to <laughs> determine motion of vehicles. Mm. Like, cause oh well, you know, because they've got eyes on either side of their head, they haven't got the depth perception. Maybe that makes sense because sure they haven't got three dimensional vision like we have. Surely they've got to have three dimensional vision. They're flying through trees no, and stuff. No, but they've only yeah, but they're but not for a something coming one way. So if you think if you've got eyes either side of your head, yeah, one eye, a, a you lose your perception of right. depth in the middle. Only you'd be able to focus yeah. on things, but you wouldn't be able to accurately tell distances. Yeah. Like as opposed to the um, spectral tarsier. But, which has and, massive fucking eyes in the middle of its face and it can't move the eyes, so it has to move its head around. And with like this, that. yeah, and I think that it could be an on, ongoing argument, this on how much of <laughs> a film and, and the editing and how much it affects one person versus another person. Yeah. And whether that's age or vision related or... Well, weren't who, people, weren't people a, bit, a bit discombobulated when Woody Allen started doing those sort of um, handheld films in the uh, 80s? Yeah, yep. Yeah. And I've noticed that a bit when you, when you've got a very... Yeah, hardcore documentary style camera mm. in a in a film it it, it annoys yeah. me a bit. But now I think that's we've become used to that a little. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I think I mean actually I mean it's an interesting counterpoint to what I was saying about you know wanting clarity in mm. action movies. I mean you look at the Paul Greengrass uh, Bourne films. Yeah. And those are yeah. very much the opposite. Like that's someone who came from making documentaries to mm-hmm. making docudramas and then made action movies in the style of a docudrama where it's like, yeah, like all handheld. I mean, I know David Stratton particularly dislikes those movies because he says you can't tell what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But I think actually those films have an excellent sense of blocking. Like, yeah, they use, Mm -hmm. they cut a lot and they use shaky, but you always know where everything is in relation to everything. But that's the same thing done well then, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think really it's not, you can stylistically make a film however you want. It more comes down to, how skilled you yeah, are yeah, yeah. <laughs> as well, a director. Your, your talent level. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, can I tell you this story just before we wrap up? Yeah. I was um, getting ready for this this podcast, so I was looking at Terminator stuff on my computer. I had to call the pest control. I'm trying to book them to come in. Terminators. Well, they're going to do a termite inspection, right? So she didn't answer the message, please leave a message. So I was looking at the screen at the same time. I said, yeah, can I um, – yeah, I'm just returning your call. Can I um, book a, a, a Terminator installation for next week? <laughs> and then, and then Mickey's like, "What did you? What did you just?" I was off. Oh, um, uh, anyway, just call us back, please. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a return call from her. She couldn't keep it straight. She was losing it. Is this great? Yeah. Um, uh, did you call me? Yeah. Sorry about that message. She just pissed herself laughing. Oh, so I was looking for she... a termite inspection, and I said Terminator installation. Is this? Did you Alzheimer's? explain to her? Actually, I've got a podcast. Uh, you can find it on filmshapes.com. No. No, no, I okay. just said I was looking at stuff on the internet. I'm standing oh, like, like a 15 year old boy. Worse. <laughs> oh, what a mistake. I feel quite embarrassed about that. <laughs> Anyway. It helps to share. Yeah. Thanks, Shady. That's all right. Um, We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye. Hasta la vista, baby. I'll be back.